you with the face. It's us with also the faces. Not your face, though, because that would be creepy. Or kind of cool, like Tom Cruise cool in that movie where he has that person's face. What's that movie called? Um, Babes Wait. in Toyland. Yes, that's right. This <laughs> is Hack the Dino Gaming Cast, where we bring you the past, present, and future of video games, news, previews, and discussion coming off a huge live show. You may have seen it over at hackthedino.com or on twitch.tv. Actually, no, you didn't see it there because we had internet problems. But if you didn't catch... <laughs> the live show, you should very much head on over to our YouTube or to our podcast app and listen and watch it because it was a fun old time. Someone who was there is the kneecapper himself, Zach Sabbath. I was there. I was there for the first half. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You did? I did. It went all went downhill in the second half. I don't know. I, I listened to the second half. I thought it was good. I thoroughly I enjoyed that too. Oh, excellent. Um, so who, who, was, who was the best one? On the oh, was it those guys in the pinball? Uh, they were the main were... stars. Look at them, absolute chads. <laughs> Didn't care at all. Just refused to leave. They like, played every single pinball machine. We had fifty or so people there. Yeah, <laughs> there was these two old blokes just sitting in the background playing pinballs while we're recording a live show. <laughs> My favorite part is that they played on every single one. You played one pinball machine. You played them all. Like they're not getting any more interesting, guys. I promise. <laughs> Anyway, it was a very fun night. It was very stressful. I, for one, I'm glad it's over. And um, there'll be another one in probably 20 years' time. So uh, Tell you what, Flop, uh, I was surprised. Uh, well, not really super surprised, but Anto did really well in front of a crowd. Yeah. He yeah. absolutely crushed it. Especially that ending. Oh. oh. If you haven't seen it, I've put it up on our TikTok, but there was a quiz to decide who won the game show, whether it be Hack the Dino or it be the Toy Power podcast. And I made it because I knew there was a Final Fantasy VII uh, die Hard on each side, a quiz between the Anto and Scott from the Toy Power podcast. And it got to the stage, Anto was answering me before I'd even finished the question. <laughs> that level that uh, level 67, did you get that right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. What level? 67. Yep, good. Yeah, anyway, you should check that out. It was so good. But you can see here on the uh, video screen, for those of us watching us live on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino, I'm standing right behind Brayden, which is just as well because Brayden's here tonight. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? How's Whoa, I look way? pale as hell. <laughs> and you've got a corner showing. Yeah. Look, oh, don't. Oh, calm put, down. Put that away. Put some cloth on it. Put that away. Uh, there we go. Um, yeah, I'll try and fix how bright I am. But how's everyone doing? Oh, all right. How, how did you enjoy the, the live show, Brayden? Oh, it was great fun. It was it was a blast. It was it was very funny. Had It's probably the hardest I've laughed in a while, so that was good. Really? Oh, well, yeah. It was the it was most I've just stressed in a while. Well, yeah, because you were incredibly stressed, but I was just having a rowdy time. Well, not not as much rowdy as some, but I was definitely being a bit rowdy. There were some rowdy people on uh, there. Special thanks once again to uh, the rowdiest of them all, Dylan the Villain, who uh, <laughs> had a very special question for us. And loved it, Dylan. For Michael Towns, it's his happy birthday today. Happy birthday, hey. oh, happy birthday to Michael Towns. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. This is the whole episode. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, but we have been doing other things. Well, some of us have. Others haven't. But uh, playing ye old games. Oh, you might wonder where Anto and Floppy are. They couldn't make it tonight. Um, but uh, Anto may be back next time. Floppy couple of shows off he's having some time off to recap and, and live life like a proper person but floppy will be back in the new year at some point until then you'll have special guests who knows who we'll get next time case in point zach, zach will be here quite mm. a bit 
Like I'm officially adopting him <laughs> as uh, my. Just quietly, how good's my tan looking? Oh, <laughs> look at these oh. arms! You can tell you're a wrestler, can't you? <laughs> Jacked. Holy crap! Anyway, uh, Brayden, howdy. What, what can you bench press? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the question I was expecting. I was expecting you to ask me about video games on this video game show. If you were a video game NPC, how much could you bench press? Um. Uh, actually, uh, weird tangent. Have actually been starting to go to the gym, which nice. is yes. which is uh, fun. Got some very lovely friends that Michaela and I go with, um, and we did leg press the other day, and my quads are dead. Good. Um, Good. but I think I did eighty kilos. Nice. Like, which I was shocked at being able to do. Is that eighty kilos in plates? Yeah. You, you know the actual leg press machine is 50 on top? Huh. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact. Yep. yep. So it was actually uh, 130 kegs. There you go. Well, in that case, my friend was doing like a shit ton because <laughs> he was like tripling that. It was ridiculous. When but I no, was... it's, a, it's a good fun. I'm very sore, but uh, I'm enjoying it and it's a, it's, it's a, it's a good time. That's right. In my uh, teens and early 20s when I frequented the gym a lot more than I do now, which is never. Um, I remember I, I got up to benching my own body weight. That's, fun fact, that is more than 1% of the population. Really? Yep. Really? If you can uh, bench press your, uh, your own body weight, that is, more than 1%, that is less than 1% of the entire population that can do that. Huh. Is it because I was a skinny man? No, uh, it's just because uh, people don't like... Like, heaps of people go to the gym, but a lot of people like focus on cardio and whatever else, or some people just don't go at all. So, yeah, like, that's what uh, people who make even just a little bit of progress in the gym should realize that that makes them in the top percentile of strength in the entire world. Nice. Out of the global population. So, yeah. Be proud of yourselves. So, uh, I bet people tuning into this gaming podcast weren't expecting gym tips. Yeah, one last thing. One last thing. Come on, Zach. What do you bench? What do I bench? Yeah. Um, I am at 117 kilos at the moment. I'm this far from 120, which is the goal at the moment. This That's far more from more than I weigh. Just stand up. Just stand up for a sec. Just stand oh. up. Stand up. Look at this 120 kilo behemoth before. Too us. hot for Twitch. Calm down. <laughs> 120 kilos, and that is all muscle. So, what are you benching? Oh, that's not how much I weigh. That's how much I benched. Oh. I'm actually down to 93. Oh, really? I'm on a cut at the moment. I'm trying to get my abs back. Because uh, apparently people like abs. What? Apparently more than I like food. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> the best. So, uh, friend of ours, Damien Slater, another yes. wrestler. Um, this is what you get from Hack the Dino when Zach Sabbath's on. We I'm talk sorry. wrestling. <laughs> we promise we'll talk about video games soon. We'll get there in a sec. Um, but I remember having a chat with him one time. And I think we can all agree... Damien's yoked. He's, he's, he's yoked. He's shredded. He, mm -hmm. He's a very, very cut individual. And he just goes, I cannot wait till I retire can I, so I can eat food again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he's, he's a very pretty That's man. That's right. Pure West. Excellent. All right. Uh, Brandon, what have you, you been uh, playing? What have I been playing? Well, Michaela and I have been enjoying ourselves some Case of the Golden Idol. Uh, if people are unfamiliar... Think uh, kind of like a uh, Curse of the Obra Dinn, where you're like a, a sort of a detective-y solving a mystery type thing. Um, Brayden, I used to play these types of games on an <laughs> IBM in primary school. Yeah, 
it is that. It is a point-and-click adventure um, where you're just solving... Holy crap, what is this? I want to play it. Yeah, it's amazing. So I highly recommend it. It's really, really good. The art style could be quite jarring because the faces and everything are ugly as fuck. But it's... I. It's really, really good if you enjoy, like, mystery solving because there's no way to, like, fail it because, like, you're you're piecing it together and there's only one correct answer. So, Michaela and I, we played through Curse of the Oberdin and then uh, we didn't realize, but when you get on the boat, that's, like, it ends the game and it gives you a score of how you did. And because we didn't know that and we got on the boat and it ended, we did terribly because we had not explored, done everything we could and it really left a sour taste in our mouth. And then I heard about this game and I was like, oh, this seems totally up our alley other than the bonkers looking art style. Um, But honestly, once you do like the first level, you're so invested and so into it. The mystery is really interesting. Mikhail and I haven't finished it yet, but we're loving it. It gets complex enough that you feel like a genius when you solve it, but it's not so complex that like you will never be able to beat it. Um, I highly recommend it. It's super duper cool. Really fun. Um, feels very old school, but is also just a real treat. And it, every every scene is a gif, basically. That man on fire looks amazing. It's great. Um, and someone dies in every scene, and you figure out what's going on. And there's this whole uh, plot to do with a uh, golden idol that does a bit of magic. It's very fun. Well, Braden, if you like that, I've got another game recommendation for you. Uh, it's called Granny's Garden. <laughs> You yeah, play Granny's Garden? No. You never played Granny's Garden? No. Oh. I never played any games like this. I remember back in primary school, so you went through the whole first level and then it went to a higher difficulty for the second level. Mm-hmm. And yes, there it is. Oh my God, that raven. Uh, the password. I was the first one in my class to guess that or make it through so I got to the password. And it was uh, Ogweb, which was the name of the villain backwards. The ah. It was uh, Bugo. So... I sold the password for 50 cents. Anyone who wanted to get to the second stage came up to me. They had to give me 50 cents and I gave them the password. What a genius. What a worker. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Oh, what have you been playing, Zach? Um, I've been playing a stupendous amount of World of Warcraft. Wow. And I know Blizzard is a dirty word around here. Um, uh, and, for, only, and rightly so. Only for another couple of months until Kotex given his pol- uh, golden parachute and then we can talk about it. And then. if we're lucky, he'll have a... Slight car accident. But anyway, uh, I've been really enjoying the latest expansion, which is Dragonflight, after uh, Shadowlands, which was the previous expansion, which was uh, the just the worst. Oh, really? It was awful. Like, oh, there was this one place in the last expansion called The Moor, where you had to do a lot of your dailies, and it was such an unfun area. Whoever designed it just needs testicles in a vice. It is just an unplayable pile of crap. So they needed more time to develop it? Uh, no, it was just very poor design choices. Everything was like, you're not allowed to mount down there, so you had to run and everything was an elite and one tapped you. It was just awful. Sounds mournful. It was, yeah, it was mournful. But Dragonflight, massive step up. The, the story's massively cheesy. Just, oh, we yeah. need the game to be good again. Put some dragons in it and it works. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm thorough. Like this cutscene here, there is more story in this one cutscene than all of the previous expansions combined. 
uh, all the previous expansion, I should say, combined. But really enjoying retail. Um, I was also playing a bit of a uh, classic hardcore, which is classic WoW, which was full of the appropriate amount of wow. jank. But uh, wow, wow! Uh, if your character died in hardcore, that's it. That's it's yeah. wiped. I lost about thirty hours worth of work when I died at level twenty. Um, so I haven't played hardcore since, but this is the new thing, uh, season of discovery, which is like classic plus where they're kind of chucking a fresh spin on the original world of Warcraft. I've, it's only just released today being the first of, sorry, I released last night. 30th. Yeah. 30th in the U S first for here. Um, and so far it is already very interesting because the whole point is that you added these things called runes. You start off with a quest at level two to find your first one, and then the rest is explore and see what else you can find. So there's Elder Root. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but it's added, it gives you new abilities that were not in the original game. Uh, obviously, and they've added a new massive PvP area. They've capped the level and adding new content, and new dungeons, and new stuff, um, but all in a classic setting. I'm very excited for it. Um, a lot of people saying this is, oh, WoW's back, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, it's just good. World of Warcraft is probably the only thing that Blizzard, do, that Blizzard is doing right at the moment. Um, and most of my Twitch content is uh, based on uh, World of Warcraft. Cool. I just keep looking at thinking, where's the Pokemon? <laughs> it has Pokemon. There's one. It actually has Pokemon. Really? Yeah, it has a Pokemon mechanic in retail. You're They're kidding. called Battle Pets. No. That's amazing. Like there's 650, uh, there's 650 plus to collect. All these different little legendary beasts. What, you actually collect them? Go out and collect them? Yeah. That's 100%. amazing. You, you can literally play Pokemon in World of Warcraft. That's awesome. Yeah. So I always wanted to have in D&D, because I play D&D with yeah. some friends, uh, and I asked specifically, can I have a Pokemon mechanic in there? Like, I would just, my player would just be a human, but I would have an animal who would do the battling for me. And if I get, like, the foes down enough... I can throw a Pokeball or a capture mm -hmm. device. And if I roll a critical, it, like, it determines whether I catch them or not and have them as my... I think it'd be great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make more recommendations that happens. But yeah, no, you, there is 100% like... Uh, and there's elite trainers and everything like throughout all of uh, the world of uh, Warcraft. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. They're called battle pets. And you, you, throw, you throw a little wooden cage at them to catch them. That is literally Pokemon. Yeah. That's it, cool. It's literally a Pokemon mechanic. I'm going to look it up. It's great. I have, I have 160 odd battle pets and they're like celestial dragons or Arthas, which is uh, the Lich King's dog because a dead dog called Arthas. Yeah, right. Can you like merge them or you like catch them and that's it? They don't evolve? They, don't uh, grow, they, they just don't... get stronger. They don't evolve or anything, but you have teams of three and you battle, you battle little ones and you capture them to weaken them. So it's, it's, it's just Pokemon. That's cool. But with all these little, um, uh, he just convinced Ben to play WoW. <laughs> I would love to teach Ben how to play World I of Warcraft. I probably would if my computer could run it. It's but World of Warcraft. It runs on a toaster. Yeah, you've seen the Dino PC. Yeah, I could put, uh, I could put some wires in a potato and it would run World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, you've seen it? You have seen the Dino yeah. PC then. <laughs> the, the old... I, like, it could run off the Ubisoft servers. It's that... Uh, <laughs> It's that is it's that um, what's the word? It's rig friendly, I should say. Is that optimized? So I haven't had a lot of time to play games. Uh, when I have, I've been sitting down and playing some of Fortnite OG. That's right. I have nostalgia for a game that's six years old. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I purposely that's the average there. age of their players as well. Sorry, that's the average age of their players as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'll, I'll have you know, I've won a couple of matches. The very first match, I won by hiding in a bush. It was awesome. I thought, I wonder if I can. Classic Ben's back. And I did, yeah. <laughs> I just sat in the middle of the circle in a bush and I saw these people fighting in front of me. And once one of them died off, I was like, okay, cool. Bang. And <laughs> one in a bush. Yes. I would have been tilted off the planet. <laughs> oh, it was great. Uh, but yeah, I just enjoy going back and, and jumping in and, and going to all the uh, old places that uh, I used to frequent. I've played a little bit with Floppy and uh, V. Um, but what I have done with my spare time, it's kind of video game adjacent, kind of. Uh, because I watched the new Scott Pilgrim uh, TV show on Netflix. I was going to skip this. Have you watched Scott Pilgrim before? I've watched the live action movie. Okay, you haven't read the manga or... Nope, Okay, just the movie. Okay, so slight spoiler alert. I thought this was just a rep- another um, redo of the movie yep. or of the manga. Turns out... And this is a small spoiler, but not a huge one. It is it's the hook to get you to actually check out the show. It starts off exactly the same up until the first fight with the first ex, Matthew Patel. But Scott loses that fight. Huh. And it takes you on an alternate storyline. And in my opinion, kind of better than the original. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Edgar Wright helped write it as well. Uh, sorry, he helped direct it. He's actually in it at one point. But Brian Lee O'Malley uh, wrote it and obviously came out with the character designs as well. A majority of the movie cast returned to voice their characters. No way. So, um, yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winston is Ramona. Uh, J- um, Captain America is uh, one of the exes. Chris Evans. Yes, thank Michael you. Michael Sarah's in it as well. Michael Sarah's in it. Kieran Culkin's in it. Yeah, right. Chris Evans, Anna Kendrick. Yep. They're all there. Even Brie Larson's in it, uh, replacing uh, her voice of that classic character that no one can forget. Uh, Anyway, Braden, have you watched it all yet? Uh, No, I have not, but I really, really want to. It looks amazing. It is so good. I was legitimately blown away. I burnt through it in two nights. Yeah, I I have a feeling I will do that as well. Yeah. Uh, One thing I really loved, and I can't remember if this was in the original or not, uh, but the paparazzi are all ninjas. (laughs) Yep. I don't remember that in the movie. But yeah, all, all the ninjas who come and take photos of movie stars, uh, yeah, they're all ninjas and, That's and great. you fight them and they're just plentiful and they're everywhere. It's, oh, fantastic. So good. Anyway, if you like watching good stuff, um, you should probably skip the next game because we've got another worst game of the year contender, everybody. Um, Wait, worse than Kong? Yeah. No from the people who made Kong. Perfect. <laughs> so the they released. keeps on giving. Oh, it gets better. It's a Walking Dead game. this series is dead enough stop (laughs) Um, so it's made by it's called Walking Dead Destinies it's made by Game Mill who also made uh, Kong Skull Island now this is an actual cutscene that we're seeing right here (laughs) Jesus oh my god so they're just stills of CGI renders of the characters and they are something else Look at wow. that forehead, or five head, or six head, <laughs> whatever you call it. Wow! That is so bad. Yeah. Uh, so the whole gimmick of this game is that you can make choices in key situations which deviates from the original story, much like we were talking about with Scott Pilgrim. Uh, so you can kill Carl very early on and very, very easily. So, you know, it's not all negative. Um, however, once the choice uh, happens, the game sort of continues but skips over the choice you made. 
So an example is, so you have the governor or Merle taking control of the town of Woodbury. So the story will say, uh, who do you want to take over, uh, Woodbury, Merle or the governor? And let's say we go, the governor, which didn't happen in the game, uh, sorry, in the TV show. Uh, the story text from that point on only refers to them as the leader of Woodbury. So they wow. don't have to reprogram anything. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, it is awful to control. It is awful to look at. It is glitchy and buggy as hell. Uh, it may be worse than Kong Skull Island. Wow. It, uh, IGN gave it a two. A two? Out of ten. That's so much less than seven. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're branching out. Uh, yeah. So uh, put that put that in your calendar to uh, enjoy with friends. And um, who's... Yeah, I'm kidding. If you're buying this game, you don't have friends. This is the worst. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Have you played Kong? No, I've seen it. You've seen it? You've seen uh, enough? Yep. Uh, oh, there was another point with a review I was reading. You can, uh, as we're seeing on screen here, you can have Shane kill... Um, what's his name? Rick. Rick. Rick Grimes. Uh, and halfway through the game, his Shane model just flipped back over to Rick. They hadn't bothered programming it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Oh, anyway, that's atrocious. Speaking of atrocious, uh, Beyond Evil Dead. Uh, Beyond Beyond Evil Dead. Beyond Good and Evil. That's uh, 20 years old. So they're releasing a 20th anniv- uh, anniversary edition. How do I know this? Because Xbox leaked it on their own store. <laughs> Fantastic. Great work, Xbox. So this might be one of the uh, games or surprises that we will be hoping to see at the Game Awards, which are coming up very, very, very soon. Like next week, I think. Um, X, uh, Xbox has come out and said they've got some, a couple of huge announcements for it um, yeah I'm assuming this is one of them now we'll, there was some discussion going on in the discord if I'm correct Braden that has Beyond Good and Evil 2 been cancelled well I don't think so I thought so. it was still happening I think it's still happening but it's like they, 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 they need to beg people to make the game for them <laughs> But I, I don't know if they've got Joseph Gordon-Levitt's money anymore. A um, little bit of info about the 20th anniversary edition of Beyond Good and Evil. Have you played it? No. Nope. You've never played this game? No. Nope. It's actually not that bad. Braden, you played it? Uh, no, I think I was a child. Well, that's no excuse. Uh, what year was this? Um, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Yeah, I would have been five. Yeah. So? Uh, not exactly my pace uh, as a five-year-old. Well... You had a bad childhood. Oof. <laughs> anyway, uh, according to the listening, Beyond Good and Evil 20th Anniversary Edition has been upscaled to 60 frames per second and in 4K, so you can really see those polygons. Uh, the game's controls and graphics have apparently gotten an overhaul, and those that own the original version will receive these updates through Xbox Xbox's, oh, for, for, Xbox's smart delivery feature. So basically, if you own the game, you get the upgrade for free. See, that's pretty cool. That is cool. You know, say what you will about Xbox. They are trying. Yeah. Okay, so from from the Wikipedia page for Beyond Good and Evil 2, we have its uh, E3 announcement in 2016. Wow. And <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Eight years ago. Yep. And then so it, it goes into the 2020s and it talks about the departure of Ansel from Ubisoft. 
Uh, it talks about Ubisoft's massive... I hate Ancels. They really need to get along. <laughs> sexual misconduct allegations and all... It sounds like Ancels. Ubisoft's crap. Uh, Yves Gilmore being a fuckwit. Um, and then in uh, 2021, Ubisoft stated in a financial report that development was progressing well, but did not answer a question about its release date. In 2022, last year... It broke the record held by Duke Nukem Forever for the longest development for a video game at more than 15 years. And in 2023, the creative director died. <laughs> so uh, it's progressing smoothly. Oh, Duke Nukem Forever. What a pile of crap that was. Has it eclipsed that yet? The production time? Yes. Yep. Is that what you were just saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I've just got breaking Hideo Kojima news. Oh, I was, Jesus. Uh, I was preoccupied. Um, any, anyone else want to talk about Beyond Good and Evil before we move on to Hideo Kojima? No? Anyone? Nah. All Good. right, what we got? All right, so um, as we were talking about earlier, Braden, yep. before the show, uh, Furiosa is coming out, which is oh, a yes. prequel to Mad Max. Great movie. Um, so Hideo Kojima, as we know, is a bit of a, a film tour. He, he does like his movies. Uh this tweet came out, uh, what, 12, 13 p.m., so a couple of hours ago, and it just reads, It's finally here! Gave me an energy! My God, thank you! <laughs> <laughs> and the next tweet, tweet is, um, I've watched ten times already! Oh my God, that's wholesome. Uh, then next, good morning, and he's listening to the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a fan of Mad Max then? Oh, he's just a fan of uh, films. Uh, he met the Rucker Brothers. Yeah, he did. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're mates with them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm more acquaintances, but I've worked with them before. They are doing incredibly well. Insanely well. They were on Joe Rogan as well. Yeah. I watched them do the sniffing salt, uh, smelling salt gimmick, and it popped me immensely. Right. Um, they, they were being interviewed on IGN, and they just decided to get into a street fight. Yep. About, about the film. That's the kind of guys I are. I like how they're the next big thing in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, well, they're creative. They're self-made and their creative genius knows no bounds. Well, they've only filmed on YouTube, right? Like, it was just them making movies mm-hmm. as kids. Yep. And it just grew from there. 100%, yeah. And they made a fantastic film in Talk To Me. Uh, and uh, what's this? Furiosa will be the first Strand-type film. Uh, it's a Death Stranding comic. Oh, also Scott Pilgrim. Death Stranding reference. Oh, really? Followed straight away by a Tron reference. <laughs> it was great. Um, all right. So, 2023. We're almost done with it. We're Excellent. in December. We're in the uh, the home stretch. The final countdown. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Real wrestling fans know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um... There's been some cool games. There's been some bad games. But there has also been some disappointing games. And I have dug the depths of my memory. It's not good. And found the most disappointing games of 2023. Hopefully people have played some of these. I usually rely on Floppy to have played them. Because (laughs) I have not. (laughs) That checks out. All right. So first up, first big disappointment of the year, Forspoken. Now this... Game uh, got a lot of flack for its horrible dialogue, which, from what I've seen, wasn't that bad. I mean, it was a little, you know, bendersy. It is cringe. How, mate? It's horrible. I I literally watched like half an hour. I'm like, that's 
If it wasn't for the price, if well, the price tag made me tap out immediately. But was it free on Games Pass? Uh. No, I think this was a full hundred and something dollar game. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, it was like well over a hundred dollars. Yeah, right. Um, but I it didn't get to me that much. Like, all right, yeah, it's a little bit cutesy talk. Bendisi, uh, Joss Wigan S, which you know that's enough to make you vomit, but not for those reasons. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. They tried. They tried a style. They tried to emulate uh, a youth, yeah, and it was PS, clear PS Five exclusive. It, it was clear that uh, a bunch of old white guys wrote the dialogue <laughs> that's fine we've had that for years <laughs> was a big shock now um did you play it at all nope not with that price tag Braden, did you play it not with that price tag <laughs> we can tell who the real money bags of hack the dino is can't we old uh, old money bags floppy uh what failed for spoken was the world building it was so horribly generic. Borrowing all these fantasy world ideas and gimmicks to make a dull and boring game is unforgivable. Uh, so there was a lot of talk about the, the land being very sparse and very boring and not much to do. Uh, but none of us played it. So uh, Forspoken's disappointment was also reflected in its sales figures, with the game flopping commercially and resulting in the closure of studio Luminous Productions barely a month after the game's release. Youch. That's not fun. That's not cool. I mean, this is, looks like a competent game. It looks okay. Yeah, it looks okay. So they obviously had some talent there. Yeah, it's just terrible writing. Was as, I think it was his biggest downfall and the insane price tag. Now, I wonder why they did go that high. See if they could. Yeah, I guess. See if they could get away with it. Well, they didn't. <laughs> terrible idea. Especially for like a digital release. That's something that really grinds my old man gears. Like, digital releases... <laughs> Trust me, Ben. It sucked. Dylan, the villain, in the live comments. Uh, and honestly, the plot twist, plot twist, saw that coming from a mile away. What was the plot twist? Ooh. Oh, Braden, look up what the plot twist is. We're okay, going to spoil for spoken live here on Hack the Dino. That's right. Such game-breaking mechanics as <laughs> plot twists. As I was saying, digital releases should not oh, be so bloody God, expensive. Oh no! How bad? What's the, what's the oh. twist? After going through a series of flashbacks, she realizes she's had magical power within herself all along. It wasn't just the cuff. Oh, wow. So it's a Disney metaphor. Gross. Jesus. The power was in you all along. Oh, chosen one stories are the best. Uh, Sorry, Zach, what were you saying? I was just raging about uh, digital physical media. Yeah, the physical media being, or digital media being just as expensive as physical media for some reason. Oh, well, I mean, Deb's got to get paid. I thought you'd be more upset that places like Disney are no longer like shipping out physical media to Australia anymore. Oh, that also sucks. We have so many Disney nerds here. Yeah, well, Jazz is one of them. Yeah. Jazz is a big, massive Disney fan to the point where I told her a couple of months back. She goes, oh, you know, we've got these on streaming. I said, yeah, but Jazz, you don't own them. She goes, well, yes, I do. And I said, no, you're renting them. They can oh. take them away whenever they want. Also, just like Australian internet speeds. If you want to watch anything in 4K, good luck. Mm-hmm. You can 4K about it. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, so she's gone on a, a, um, just a drive to get as much physical media as she can, hence the stack of VHSs over on the corner there. Oh, vintage. Yeah. Uh, speaking of vintage, uh, V for vampires. We're in Redfall. <laughs> there you go. Another big disappointment of uh, oh, 2023. This I did play. 
Uh, oh, really? Mm -hmm. From Arcane Studios. And this was the game they made after Deathloop. Uh, Microsoft's Phil Spencer even apologised for the rough launch. And pro though Arcane promised to keep working on the game, updates have been sporadic at best. It was a dull and buggy mess with cutscenes as still images. And I still cannot forgive uh, Mortal Kombat 2 for having still images as their ending. But anyway, I'll, I'll move on. Uh, Steam's player count for this game hit single digits last month. Ooh. Zach, you've played this game. Yep, this was a game built from the ground up to be a mul uh, multiplayer team-based shooter. Mm -hmm. We booted it up on launch and the multiplayer didn't work. Yes, excellent. Neither like, did the game. Why are those vampires trying to get through the floor? No, yeah, I, but I was literally like I was in a different world to my friends and I'd constantly drop in and out. Um, they were seeing a poisonous red fog that I couldn't see, so I was dying for li literally no reason. It was an actual unplayable mess. If I had paid money for it, I would have been flipping my computer desk. Luckily, I got it on Game Pass because it is unforgivable, an absolute pile of garbage. How do you build a game from the ground up to be multiplayer for the multiplayer? It's key feature to not work. I think it's key feature has been able to play it and from this like multiplayer or not it looks like you just can't play it i remember seeing it people were really excited about it uh and then we saw another gameplay video and i went uh, i'm not too sure about this game i don't know if you remember that at all Braden. oh yeah i i was going oh, i don't know about this guys it, it's it's kind of barren not kind of interesting at all and uh you know he's on a hoverboard there clearly so uh can't be all bad um but yeah, Braden, did you play this? Oh uh, God, no, no, God, no. I was, I was just severely disappointed by the everything about this. Yeah, unfortunately, it worst. seems like the type of thing that got really messed around by every single uh, head office of a studio going quick. We need to do a a, a co op shooter to make money and sell skins and buy stuff. And none have survived. None at all. Um, so it's it's rough. Um, neat concept. I feel like if it was a single player game and Arcane were just doing a cool vampire game, probably would have slapped. But this is not it. Do we know what's happening with Suicide Squad yet? Uh, yeah, they're releasing developer diaries and showing off a bunch of stuff. Um, they keep showing off more and more. And, uh, and they're also doing a closed alpha uh, that people can um, try if they want to torture themselves, I guess. So they they reworked it to sort of back away from the online multiplayer? I mean, there's only so much you can cut off a foot before it's not a foot anymore. Well, I mean, really, is it? Yeah. When, when you're up the calf, there's no foot left. <laughs> but you're a foot less, so you're shorter. Well, that, that game should be shorter then. <laughs> it looks bad. Uh, In my personal opinion. Are you excited for Suicide Squad? Not in the slightest. Wow. You're an epic gamer. Yep. Just anyway. Terrible. Speaking of epic gamers, now you're a PC player, aren't you? There's I a, am. Uh, I just remembered I didn't send you the link to the run sheets. You have no idea what's coming. Awesome. Uh, that makes it more exciting for me. <laughs> um, the Last of Us, part one. Great game. Yes. Looks amazing on PlayStation. First game that made me cry legitimately. Yeah. First 10 minutes got me. Yep. Oh, understandably. Uh, the PC one, not so much. Uh, you can't see this because we're in the way, but there's a timer ticking down to how long it's taking 
the game to boot from the uh, main title screen. Oh, wow. Now, what are we on there? 50 seconds? That's an hour. Oh, it's an hour, is it? To boot. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't exactly a great sign that the review, review code for the port, for the PC port, was given to critics until literally minutes before it hit storefronts. Wow. Which I think is the most dodgy practice companies can... like. At that stage, why even bother? Like, just don't release the codes. Why is Ellie wet? And other sentences that are said on the internet. All right, yeah. Okay. I, I should think before I speak, um, Your Honour. Um, even now, many players are still struggling to hit consistent frame rates on an even relatively high... Even on relatively high-end hardware. Uh, I, I, all I can remember of this is Greg Miller from Kind of Funny <laughs> laughing his ass off. It's the best clip. Just ripping into PC players, just going, you fucking idiots, you fucking idiot PC players. How fucking dumb. This game was perfect. And you know what was perfect? On consoles. Uh, it was a great clip. But uh, Zach, what, what causes uh, PC games to do this? Why the why are the gamers getting blamed for this dodgy practice? This is terrible. Why would the, why was this allowed to be released? I well I I don't know. Look at those. So I played this on PS3, uh, and it was fantastic. Like oh my god, <laughs> this is absolute <laughs> hot garbage. <laughs> like just not everything has to come to PC, ladies and gentlemen. Let console games be console games. It's fine. But money. Yeah, look, if it's done right, like God of War on PC ran really well from what I understand. I don't think there was any complaints about that. Uh, Braden? I don't believe any complaints. In fact, I think people were just like, yep, it's good. Cool. Yeah. What about Horizon? Was that uh, good? I think also just like, yeah, it's tough to run at like full 60 and stuff, but like, yeah, it's pretty good. See, here's the thing what people don't understand, and this is where PC <laughs> gamers really... Oh Sorry. my god, that's terrible! What a way to ruin that moment for the podcast oh, listeners. Wow. We're looking at the scene where Joel's carrying Sarah, and she just like leaped out of his arms <laughs> like a dart. Uh, imagine, uh, imagine being the first. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, this is like what people don't seem to understand. There are a bajillion different types of PC rigs out there, made of all different types of parts. And they're functioning PCs, but trying to optimize a game for all these different types of PC builds is impossible. Like, it's a very difficult task where consoles are designed to do one thing, and that's play games on a console with the same specs. It's a lot easier to optimize for that. So PC gamers need to chill the F out, um, and developers need to stop rushing out their games. Hmm. Like... You, you know, both those points that you brought up, neither are going to happen. Oh, 100%. Though um, rush or crunch culture seems to have definitely died down. I think developers are a lot more comfortable now. He said, guys, we got to delay it. And everyone's like, okay. Well, I mean, do I'm sure crunch still exists. Like To a degree, obviously. Like, there is billions of dollars yeah. uh, up for grabs in this industry. Uh, I am almost certain that crunch culture is still there. And it's delayed because... I mean, if I'm going to be cynical, that's what I do. Uh, maybe they haven't got the buzz that they wanted for their game. Maybe it hasn't got enough traction or, or enough favourable test scores. So they hold it back to try and build anticipation in order to launch it at a more favourable time. Um, I, I'm not 
too convinced that uh, the cutting down of crunch culture is for employee benefits. But that's just my cynical view of the world. Well, you could 100% be right, but at least on an indie level, um, where uh, like the smaller developers who are making like really good games that aren't backed by evil bastards in suits, um, I find that they're having a better time like delaying games that they need to. Like mm. Baldur's Gate, great example. Delay your game or I'll delay your breathing. <laughs> From Shigeru Miyamoto. Remember that classic line? Um, uh, speaking of classic lines, here's one you may have heard. Game of the Year contender. Oh. I am, of course, talking about Starfield. Ah, yes. Fallout in space. Uh, yeah, I, I called it um, No Man's Skyrim. Excellent. Uh, so a game that was called Game of the Year by some before it even launched, Starfield turned out to be just meh. From the game's shockingly flat opening few hours to its relatively mediocre exploration potential, forgettable story, and generic missions, Starfield is held up largely by its charming characters, solid gunplay, and overall vibes. Scored a 9 out of 10 on the overall vibes scale. The post-game... Oh, yeah, the post-game. Have we played this? Anyone played Starfield? I played an hour and tapped out. Really? Yep. Boring? Yeah, it was... I'm not... It takes a lot for me to go sci-fi over fantasy. Generally, Star Wars, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I played a lot more Skyrim than I did Fallout. Uh, so after an hour, I'm, like the first hour is like me mining and going through that and dealing with out of sync voices and all this other rubbish. I'm like, nah, I'm done. Like I literally installed it uh, off the Game Pass, played it for an hour, quit, uninstalled. The first hour of Starfield is slow and yep. bad. Mm-hmm. How much did you get into it, Braden? About two hours until I just started just watching clips of other people playing it. And yep. First time chat. Boy Snorfield. <laughs> Snorfield. <laughs> Incredible first time chat. Uh, so that's what you want. You want people to lurk. And then when they've got a killer phrase like that, just, yep, I'm going to use it now. So that's it's highlighted. Um any game for me where the people go, oh, no, you just have to get through the first 60 hours, then it gets really good. It's like, what? Mm-mm. No, it needs to be the first six minutes. It needs to be Not banging. even that. Some people being like, oh, yeah, you got to get through the, your first playthrough and then you got to get to New Game Plus and that's when it really kicks off. Funny you should mention that. Uh, do we know how Starfield ends? Uh, I know that you're the Starborn. Really original. <laughs> Well, technically, we are all Starborn. But anyway, uh, all right, so I'm going to spoil the ending and the post-game. All right, so if you do not want Starfield uh, spoiled, because heaven knows you're probably still getting through that opening hour, um, just switch off for five minutes while I talk about this. All right. Full thrust god damn it. Three, two, one, spoilers now. Okay, so the spoilers for Starfield. Uh, at the end of the game, you jump into an alternate reality. And you, your new game plus is in an alternate reality. And then you get to the end of that new game plus and you're in another alternate reality. The thing is, you're in an alternate reality. They don't really change much. Like they just have characters in different positions. They're not wearing different clothes. Uh, to my knowledge, I haven't played it. Uh, it it's, it's a cool idea and sort of like an uh, Ouroboros. In that it's a never ending loop. But uh, yeah, you, you just jump through alternate reality, alternate reality, and you can uh, make different choices and join different clans that you didn't join before. Cool idea. 
Uh, and probably one that I, I wouldn't mind exploring if I didn't have to slog through 60 hours of boring Snorefest. Okay, so this is a YouTube video titled All Unusual New Game Plus Universes. And it still just looks the exact same. But yep. I'm going to read the notes on the YouTube chapters of what each of these are. Okay. So the unusual New Game Plus Universes mm -hmm. are meeting a non-Starborn version of yourself. Okay. Uh, you meet only Vasco, the robot. Multiple versions of you hang out in the constellation. So I guess like the, the scene in Spider-Verse. Right. Uh, you've got Andrea. I don't know what that even means. Walter Stroud something or other. Hunter something or other. It, evil version of you. Ooh. Star-Lord. How interesting. Uh, everyone is kids. That's actually the most interesting from what I can Everyone's see. Everyone's kids. Everyone is children. That's creepy. Huh. Um, and Sarah's a potted plant. Oh, I get it. Fucking amazing. <laughs> wow. Incredible work. Great work, well, Bethesda. And there's 33 plus, 33 plus new game plus waste of time and money. <laughs> wow. All right. Speaking of waste of time and money. It's the number one big disappointment of the year. And I think you all know what it is. I've lost the thing. Wait, is this bad? Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 1, the Master Collection. Oh, sorry, Metal Gear Solid, the Master Collection, part one. Who would have seen this coming? Me. I did. So the games contained within the first volume of Metal Gear Solid Master Collection are anything but disappointing. The manner of which they have been preserved and re-released here by Konami is the epitome of the word... Oh, you've, you've deleted my word. Or did I not write the word, Braden? You wrote a word? I did write a word. It's gone now. I have not deleted a word. You oh, wrote okay. the epitome of the word and then never finished writing <laughs> the sentence. That's how my brain works. Excellent. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 are locked at 30 frames per second on the Nintendo Switch, which is lower resolution than when it originally released on the PlayStation 2. Why? Um, and not even the new gen PC releases include 4K support of any kind. Uh, Konami needed a cash injection, seems to be the only explanation of these games. Braden, did you play these? Uh, God, no. Um, and yeah, that... that Makes complete sense. It sounds exactly like Konami would just like, quick, we need a little bit more money. How can we get a little bit more money really quickly? Low effort. Mm. Do you know what the best part of these games are? At the end, where it gives thanks to people who are responsible for Metal Gear Solid and had huge parts in it, uh, they just put, thanks to everyone who played a part. Oh, that is just... <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It was, it, was, it was a team effort, everyone. That's like, disgusting. Jesus. Sure. There's, there's not one person who, who <laughs> went out of their way to make a career and name for themselves. Snake oil salesman, all of them. Uh, speaking of snake, what did you think of uh, Floppy Charades at the live show when I gave him this one? Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. Loved it. Well, I was listening to it, but it was great. <laughs> oh, that's right. You didn't see it. No, I didn't. So during the live show, live show again, head on over to Hack the Dino's YouTube on youtube.com backslash Hack the Dino. Be sure to leave a comment and a like and all those other stuff that makes the algorithm notice us because um, we're that close to getting monetized. Um, Floppy had to uh, 
play charades and do Metal Gear Solid. So he turned around, saw an empty box and just grabbed it and hid in it. Perfect. I would have got that straight away. Uh, I think you did, didn't you, Braden? Uh, yes. Excellent. But we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast. We're bringing you the past, present and future of video games, news, previews and discussions. But this isn't all we do. Mr. Sabbath. Yes, Ben. What do you do? Stuff. Like? I stream on Twitch on Zach underscore Sabbath. Look me up. I'm also on the TikToks, which is just my Twitch clips <laughs> or uh, videos of me uh, dying in wrestling. I'm on the Instagrams. I'm on the uh, Twitters, I guess, or what X, whatever it's called. It's garbage app. Yeah, I, I've left. I'm done. It's yeah. such a pity. Twitter was so good at a time. It used to be great. Look, I, I, I use it to try and uh, grow my uh, social economic presence so I can become a full-time Twitch streamer. That is the goal. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I mainly do. Uh, I started streaming on Kick as well because uh, thanks, Twitch, for the uh, ability to multi-stream. Oh, So that's the thing. Um, so, yeah, follow me there. Zach underscore Sabbath. You'll find me everywhere. Zach, don't dive. That's facts. <laughs> Uh, and if you'd like to see Zach Sabbath's bloody pics, and I mean literal bloody pics, uh, you can head on over to hackthedino.com, click on the Discord, jump on in, see Zach's uh, bloody self. This is me squatting 170 kilos. 170. That's like uh, four me's. And in the, if you guys are watching on uh, YouTube, uh, you'll see in the background uh, the lovely Karim. He's uh, the uh, head coach at the Toto Mixed Martial Arts Gym that we share a space with, and look, he's look absolutely at, lovely. Look at your arms there. Those biceps. Jesus. I could have gone an inch deeper. You tank. You absolute tank. Oh. Hey, Braden, wouldn't it be nice to be fit? And that's the goal. But I'm not fit. You are. I, I'm just strong. No. Um, apparently, I have a... There's a chance... I, what do the doctors call it? Weak lung syndrome. So I... Uh, because of my collapsed lung and terrible health with my lungs, I actually have... My gas tank is like quarter of what it should be. Wow. Fun facts. Wow, that, you Imagine what you could be. Holy crap. Yeah, if I could breathe. I've seen you wrestle 25-minute matches. Yeah. God dang. Uh, but yeah, turns out I have uh, terrible lungs. Wow. Braden. Howdy. Uh, how are your lungs? Uh, or, yeah, so-so. Yeah. I used to... I, I used to... They used to be more. More what? Yeah. It's all oh. that vaping. <laughs> oh, God. You hipsters. Jesus, with your mango palm leaf flavored shakes fist at cloud. Yeah, of vape. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say with his Buster Sword. God damn, bless. Anyway, Braden, howdy. What what, what do you What do you do? I do another show. We talk about movies and TV shows and such. Uh, Millennial Movie Talk. You can go find that on your podcast service of choice or over on YouTube. Uh, recently, we've been talking a lot about Invincible because that's been back and it's been great. You know what you should talk about? Scott Pilgrim. Sounds yes. Great. We are talking about Scott Pilgrim next week because a bunch of us are going to be watching it. We're also... So, end of the most recent episode, Alex got on a bit of a tangent because he opened up Disney Plus and... I can't... I, I cannot see any kind of... Um, we, we don't do that here. So, nah. we have to explain what a tangent is. So, a tangent is, is when you uh, uh, move off to something that's very unrelated. Uh, generally. Sounds unprofessional. Very. And uh, so Alex <laughs> opened Disney Plus and he was looking to see if Doctor Who had been moved up from a little card you had to scroll down and find to a big front page banner. Because when I went and watched the new episode of Doctor Who, which is very good, by the way, everyone should go check it out. Apart from the streets healing. Uh, yes. The exp- apart from that, it's fine. Um, they, uh, 
so Alex had a look to see. They had put it on the front page as a banner, which is great, um, especially because it's like the queerest thing that's ever been put on Disney, which is awesome. Um, but then uh, it flicked over to the next one and it came up with something called Far Away Downs. Alex proceeds to go on this massive tangent. Far Away Downs is just Baz Luhrmann's Australia cut into a six-episode miniseries with extra scenes. Extra scenes. God, yep. the original was bad enough. Yep. And so now I'm pretty sure he's uh, trying to force everyone to watch that. Um, also, apparently Napoleon is dog shit. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Didn't even show the part where he like ate pizza and ice cream. <laughs> God damn it. That's a Bill and Ted's reference. Uh, also go to Greenlight Comics. That'd be great. Yeah. Wow, do, do these that. kids get Bill and Ted references? <laughs> probably not. I got it. Yeah, probably got it. So we're cool. Um, I do a couple of things. One of them is Bad Game Arts over on Instagram. And lucky for you, I remembered minutes before the show went to air. So I found some quickly and put them up. And this is what I came across. Brayden, Instagram.com backslash Bad Game Arts. What do we got there? Oh, yeah, this is my favorite one. What the hell is that? Man, they're so happy. They are so happy to be PlayStation. Wow. They're pointing right at that logo. Oh, they are too. Yep. They just wow. love their PlayStation. They love PlayStation. don't understand what game this is. Oh, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, yeah. It's um, skiing. This guy's, this guy's timing how quickly these two can fall in love. No, no, they're skiing. skiing. They're skiers. Skiing. They ski, Brayden. That is, this is not a skiing game. It's a it? skiing game. Uh, this is a great one. It's Kiss and Kill. Uh, this is a condom simulator. So if oh. you ever wanted to be a, a wow. real-life condom, you can play Kiss oh. and Kill. And be a condom. What year was this released? That's terrible. Why are those penises got teeth? No, the penises that anger go down the bottom. Yeah. Are those VDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, they might be VDs. Oh, my God. They're oh, STDs. Oh, I think you've cracked it. So it's an angry penis at the bottom. Wow. Covered by a lovable... I thought that was a labia, but it looks like a lovable condom being defended by the angry VDs that are trying to get make him sick. Wow. The depths. The depths wow. of this. <laughs> um, also, there's also a guillotine. <laughs> is that the boss? Well, I mean, you know, look, all I can say is any game that goes for two minutes is just no fun. <laughs> Unlike this game, Spud. 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 Um, that moose in looks, the background. Is- Spud only looks like a kid's game. Yeah. Look at the moose in the background. This he is seeing like some shit. Pure Whoa. nightmare fuel. Spud stands head and shoulders above such games as Mist. <laughs> <laughs> Just as good as Mist, Spud is. Was this developed by Philips? Well, it's probably for the CDI. Oh, okay. The most beautifully crafted graphic adventure game of the year. Yeah, look at the moose. This looks like look a bad penguin. trip on DMT. You guys remember the... You'd remember Reboot. Oh, yeah. It's that. It's awful. Yeah. The, Reboot was bad even back then. Yep. Even worse now. I don't know if you've watched it now. It's uh, yeah. I can't watch Beast Wars anymore either. Yeah, it's bad CGI. Bad CGI. Oh, we we know this fella. Yep. What anyway, is that bad game arts. You can look at that by if you head on over to hackthedino.com. I've got a link to bad game arts, or you can go on Instagram and follow us on bad game arts, where um, Pac-Man grows feet and long legs and arms, the orange hair as well. Yeah. All right. We're not all soulless monsters. <laughs> Just that guy and me. <laughs> Um, but I would like to thank our Patreons because I always forget to do that. So thank you to Ash Knight, thanks Karen Knight, thanks Dylan the Villain, Triple Indy, Mike Towns, and Game Boy Dan. Game Boy Dan. But we'll be back 
with you real soon doing stuff that you like, I hope. Otherwise, you're a masochist watching this. Um, Zach, any last words to say to our wonderful friends over there in the internet land? Yes. Correct. Hey, Ben. Uh, yeah. I forgot to hit start recording.